Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. It's number six. Welcome to the show. The Street Soccer on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, a Sirius XM 211 Dan Patrick Sports. I'm not Dan Patrick. I'm Nick Gieber, and neither is my co-host Nick Webster. He's not Dan Patrick either, but he's not a very good predictor of finals as he gets both the Europa League and Champions League final wrong. Nick, it's six. What do you say to that? It is six. It's a remarkable achievement by the Reds and fully deserved. I mean, they were the best team in the Champions League this year, when it really mattered, and when it really mattered was the final over 90 minutes. Not the best game I've ever seen, but uh, it's about the result, and uh, Liverpool were outstanding when it mattered. You know, they they got the goals, made it difficult for Tottenham, who were poor, and uh, yeah, they will have lifted number six, and uh, Manchester United will be crying right now. Yeah, we're going to talk about it all. Of course, that is the topic today on the show. It's the Champions League final, the aftermath of Liverpool's victory and sixth European Cup triumph. We're going to talk about it all right here on Fifth Street Soccer on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. But we're going to do more than just talk about the victory. We can talk about the dire game. It was boring. We can talk about the handball decision early on and how it changed the flavor of the whole game. We're going to talk about what does it mean going forward now for both Liverpool and Spurs. Of course, we'll check out the transfer market, have a little chin wag about some of the goings on out there. And maybe, just maybe, uh, we'll have a discussion about some of the other football that's about to start up here. Of course, we're talking about the Europa League. Uh, there's the Women's World Cup. Uh, there's the Gold Cup. There's Copa America. Lots of football ahead. We're going to touch on it all right here at Fifth Street Soccer Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Series XM 211. All right, if you want to reach us, you can do that. Just give us a call in studio, 800-878-7529. Where are you, my fellow Liverpool supporters, to celebrate this great victory? Come on, Tottenham fans, call up. You've got a shoulder to cry on. I, I know you're devastated. Think of this as football therapy for the soul. And the doctors, well, the doctors, they are in. And the consultation is free. 800-878-7529. 800-878-PLAY. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Nick Gieber. He's at Nick Webster. And a big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. We love it that you're with us each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. All right, break time. We'll be right back to kick it all off. All right here. Don't go anywhere. 
Now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's what, man. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline is engineered with four levels of defense against gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. It's sort of like having ninjas protect your engine. That helps keep your engine running like new. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. It's fuel for thought in engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Well, thankfully, there were no police trucks needed in Madrid. The fans were well-behaved in what was an incredible atmosphere, unlike the um, uh, final just a couple of days prior to that in Baku, well, the atmosphere was thin and none, to say the least. Welcome back to the show. Fifth Street Soccer, Nick Eber, Nick Webster with you. Uh, Nick Webster, there's so much to get to about this final. Uh, but before we do, we actually have a caller already, someone who's ready, who wants to cry on our shoulders, I don't know, or celebrate with us. Uh, let's get to it, shall we? Let's welcome to the show Ray from Milwaukee. Ray, welcome, Fifth Street Soccer. I think sports fans globally have a short-term memory. Uh, the Manchester United-Chelsea game that went to penalties was kind of a lackluster performance, too. 
And uh, when Real Madrid played against Atletico Madrid and was uh, Sergio Ramos' late-minute goal to send that game into extra time, that was a real cagey affair. I think that's just what happens when you have two teams that are really familiar with each other in a one-off. Well, I have to say, Ray, um, you know, I appreciate that. But, uh, look, typically Champions League finals are not barn burners. And, and we were spoilt, I think, uh, with the two semifinals that were absolutely cracking. And, and in point of fact, with the entire tournament, which was rife with upsets and comebacks and uh, uh, low-odd and low-probability teams making it through to the final. But, look, I mean, you know, we shouldn't expect these finals to be uh, the showpiece for global football excitement. All you have to do is go back, I think it was 2003, Old Trafford, uh, Juventus AC Milan, Nick Webster, with the most boring match I've ever seen. No, it was an absolute shocker. But, I mean, right, to, to be fair, though, the Chelsea-Man United game had a lot of drama, though, and that was certainly lacking on Saturday. And I think, you know, if, if, if you look back at the, the, the last World Cup in Russia, a lot of the games were poor on quality but had drama. And as a football fan... You know, so sometimes you can forgive the uh, the rubbish, the dross that we see on display because, you know, at this level, the stakes are so high. But if there is drama, it more than makes up for it. And the fact that there was so little drama on uh, on Saturday other than the uh, the referee deciding that an unlucky handball would decide the game, uh, that that was about it, really. Yeah. Hey, Nick, well, I, I really... But I, I just I would say that though, I want to give a lot of credit to uh, Liverpool and the ownership, the American ownership that's invested in this club team extremely well. If you look at all the other American investors uh, at Manchester United and Arsenal, they, they've completely fallen off. Uh, this is a team that has gone through back-to-back finals, uh, and I could easily see them uh, winning uh, multiple championships next year. As far as uh, Tottenham, I think there's a massive concern to see what they're going to do in the offseason and spending, where they become the next Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal has a brand new stadium and have not spent any money. And in 2006, if you would have thought that they would have become what they are just a decade later, uh, it's incredible to, to see how far they've fallen off the pace. Uh, Ray, all good points, and, and we're going to get to them all actually over the course of the show today. Uh, but I would say this. I mean, you know, you say back-to-back finals. Don't forget, Jurgen Klopp's taken Liverpool to back-to-back-to-back finals, of course, with the uh, Europa League final kicking it all off uh, to start his uh, tenure at the club. Of course, they did lose that match, and they lost the match last year. But look, you grow and you develop, and uh, I think uh, if one considers the Premier League the best in the world, which I think is where, we are, where we're at right now, I mean, Liverpool was splitting hairs with Manchester City to decide which was the best team in England. City edged them out by a point. I mean, we shouldn't be surprised that Liverpool won the tournament. They were and have been a shockingly good team. They put together a great team, and and that is largely uh, up to ownership. Uh, And and I think we have to talk about Spurs. Hey, Ray, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. And uh, uh, we hope you'll call us again. You're a regular caller, so always appreciate it. Uh, Nick, Ray actually brings up a lot of great points, but I want to go to what you said about the penalty call. You know, one of the nice things about VAR is that it kills the debate. And as unfortunate as that was, that was a handball. Well, you can call it what you want. I call it a shoulder and then the ball dribbling down an arm. I mean, very, very soft decision. I don't know about that. I, it was, I, I actually won't say it's a soft decision. I will, however, say 
I thought it was an unfortunate decision. And I think if his arm had been closer to his side, that probably wouldn't have been called. But, I mean, it's almost like he was pointing, uh, trying to sort out the defense and, and have people watch for, for, for the guys moving through open space, and, and, and he got caught. But it did change the entire tenor of the game because I think you saw in the first 30 seconds, Liverpool were quick to pounce on Spurs, get into the box, and generate a chance right away. But as soon as that goal went in, in the stifling humidity and heat, in the uh, in the awesome gravitas of a Champions League final, Liverpool didn't have to work anymore. They had to wait and let Spurs come to them, hold them off, and let Spurs open themselves up. And ultimately, it took almost the whole game, but that's basically what happened. It changed the whole tenor of the game. Well, yeah, of course it changes the tenor of the game because, you know, both teams are in shock. I mean, there's definitely a game plan for the first 5, 10, 15 minutes. And Sissoko deciding to point to the penalty spot himself was a bit of a shocker. No one expected that. Um, and it did mean that Liverpool really didn't have much to do. And, you know, if, we, if we're honest, that's probably the worst Liverpool performance I've seen this season. Uh, the, fact that it was good, the fact that it was good enough to win the Champions League final just lets you know how poor Tottenham were. So, uh, you know, if, if we're going to look at Tottenham Hotspur, let's look at the team selection and, you know, for all the good work that uh, Pochettino's done, he got it dreadfully wrong by picking Harry Winks and, uh, and his boy Harry Kane, who were just basically, you know, passengers throughout, totally unfit, really off the pace. I mean, I think if he'd chosen Lucas Moore from the start and we saw when Luca came on the field, he certainly made a little bit of difference, but... Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, many people have said that the fact that the, the final was three weeks after the Premier League had finished, neither team had really uh, got any hardcore match practice in, which, of course, they couldn't in, in, in real conditions. I mean, they, they both they both looked like pre-season teams or they both looked like teams that were coming off the end of a very long season and uh, really couldn't be that off. And... Uh, Actually, it's a shame because it was, you know, we, we are looking at the marquee game of the year and we, we want it to be a great game. Ah, it's actually very funny that you said that because that's the exact comment that I made while I was watching the game. I said, this looks like a preseason friendly um, in terms of, uh, of the way, you know, they weren't able to read runs. Runs weren't being made at the right time. Their passes weren't going properly. The ball was just pinging all over the place. It was like pinball for a while. Um and, of course, you're right. It is three weeks after the end of the season. Uh, but it sort of has to be that way because if it was a Spanish team or an Italian team, they would have only been 10 days from the end of their season or thereabouts. So um, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. But it didn't suit well for the two English teams that played it. Having said that, I completely concur with you regarding team selection. Uh, I think um, Mauricio Pochettino made a huge mistake in his team selection. However, however, if he doesn't start Harry Kane and they go behind or it doesn't work out, then he's going to be lambasted for not starting Harry Kane. I mean, the guy scored 90 goals in three years for you or something along those lines, right? I mean, you almost have to play him if he's, if he's fit. But I think there's a difference between fit and Matt Sharp, and he certainly wasn't Matt Sharp, Nick. No, he wasn't Matt Sharp. I mean, and you can't get Matt Sharp without playing matches. And, you know, look, all, all the players didn't look Matt Sharp because they haven't been playing matches, and, and Winks and Kane even more so. I mean, if I'm honest, the best the best part of the match is when that saucy bird came running on. 
I thought she was uh, completely disrobed, but she did have one of those uh, Borat bikinis on. Very nice bum, quite nice knockers. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, the camera didn't stay on her long enough. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Yes, uh, it was It was quite the sight. Uh, you can see her pictures, though. Apparently, she added like a million Instagram uh, followers uh, by this little stunt, but then Instagram blocked her account. So I guess uh, she was famous for a moment, and now she just has to go back to being a hot bird without Instagram. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about the Champions League final between Liverpool and Tottenham as Liverpool make it number six. I'm going to talk to Nick Webster about what this means for Liverpool going forward. Everyone talking about the a European powerhouse. Is this the resurgence of that? We'll be right back after this. History song. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you 
all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Let's talk about six, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about... Welcome back to the show. Sex and drugs and rock and Pretty much uh, speaks for itself there. Jurgen Klopp singing along. Enjoy as Liverpool win their sixth trophy in the sixth Champions League, sixth European Cup. Wasn't all. Welcome back to the show, Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you. Nick, uh, we were talking before the break actually about uh, the Tottenham Hotspur team selection, Maurizio Pochettino. And it, it is interesting. I mean, we were talking about how damned if you do, damned if you don't. But I think Harry Kane would have been a much more effective player coming off the bench in the 70th minute if they needed to get that goal. And uh, why you didn't play the hat-trick hero, um, Lucas Moura, I have no idea. Why you didn't uh, give give him a shot out there, the Brazilian? I mean, he, he really deserved it. Um, I, I think those have to be questions that are asked. Well, I mean, Pochettino was covering the bases, wasn't he? I mean, as you say, if he doesn't play Harry Kane and they lose, he's, uh, he's going to get collared for it. Um, and if he does play Harry Kane and they lose, what well, he can say, well, I did play Kane. I mean, I think for a, for a manager as adventurous and as as brave as Pochettino has been over the last three, four years, he kind of lost his nerve when it really mattered. And, uh, I mean, you could see from the way Tottenham were playing, I mean, they're trying to knock it up to Harry Kane all the time. Well, he's only being marked by the best centre-back in world football right now namely Virgil van Dijk. Now, listen, van Dijk was, you know, when, whenever Son and, and Mora ran at van Dijk, van Dijk was still class, but at least those two gave van Dijk some problems. Harry Kane didn't give anybody any problems, and, you know, towards the end of the game, he's resorting to throwing himself on the ground to try and win non-existent penalties. I think if, obviously, if they had to do it again, yes, everyone could be a Monday morning quarterback, but I'm also I'm kind of surprised that you know maybe Kane as the club captain didn't step up and say to his manager, you know what, I perhaps don't deserve to start this game. Bring me off the bench. We've seen what Lucas Moura can do. We saw what he could do in the in the uh, semi-final. We're a better team at the moment without me. And uh, in some ways, you know, players. They look at the Champions League as the ultimate stage, which it is. But, you know, you would, you would love it if sometimes players could see the bigger picture. And the bigger picture for Harry Kane was that he should have come off the bench and perhaps said that to Pochettino. Well, I mean, I think you just have to look at Divac Origi. I want to talk about the Liverpool subs in a minute. But, uh, you know, you were talking about uh, um, Virgil van Dijk. And, and I actually want to focus in on that part of it, maybe we'll do this next segment because 
he hasn't been beaten one-on-one in 60-plus games, apparently. That's an Optus stat, which is an incredible number. But I, I, if you look at the, the subs, I mean, it was uh, uh, Lucas Moura came on in the 66th minute. Uh, Dyer came on. Llorente came on basically right at the end. But if you look at the subs that Klopp made, I mean, to bring James Milner on when he did in the 62nd minute, I thought was an absolute masterstroke. He took Wijnaldum off. Wijnaldum really wasn't playing all that well. Um, and the substitution of Origi for Firmino, uh, he brought Gomez and Fermane right at the end to lock it down. But the Origi and Milner substitutions, I think ultimately were game-saving for them, Nick. Well, I mean, James Milner, I mean, he's the kind of player that's going to put the tin hat on, get the, the spades out and dig the trenches, isn't he? I mean, he's going to give you absolutely everything he's got. You're not going to let, get let down by James Milner. And in that particular situation, it, it, it was perfect for him. You know, roll up the sleeves, pull up the socks and just get stuck in and, and make life difficult for uh, Tottenham, which is exactly what he did. I mean, the Origi sub... In some respects, I mean, Origi looked like the worst player out there. I mean, he couldn't control a dead rat, but he does get the finish. And in in certain regards, I mean, Origi scored five of the biggest goals uh, in, in the history of Liverpool over the past three to four months. So talk about right place, right time. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be the answer to any Liverpool uh, uh striking woes over the next few years because I don't think he's good enough. But maybe maybe that confidence will, will give him the uh, the extra push to, to go on and become a, a better player and a player with better touch. We'll see we'll see over the summer. But I mean I, I think that the substitutions that Klopp made nothing nothing really dramatic. They were just, you know, run of the game substitution. So I I, I wouldn't hail him as a genius just because he got a bit lucky with the Origi goal. No, I'm not hailing him as a genius. I'm just comparing the the the, the types of substitutions that were made and and the decision making. Uh, but as I said at the top of the at the top of the show, I mean, I feel for Pochettino because you know they've trained for two weeks for this match. I'm sure they've watched endless amounts of film and they've strategized and they've had team meetings and you know they have what the way they're gonna they have one vision of how this match is gonna be played in their head. And then they get out there, and within 30 seconds, that all goes out the window. And now they're flying by the seat of their pants, uh, a goal down, having to attack, you know, the best defensive team in the Premier League and the second best uh, offensive team in the Premier League. So, I mean, it, it was almost all over from that 30th second mark. You know, I mean, it's, it's, that's a tough call, Nick. I mean... Yes, your game plan goes completely out the window. I mean, as, as I said at the top of the show, I, I'm sure both Pochettino and Klopp had game plans in mind and, and probably in 10-minute blocks. Um, the fact that, you know, within 30 seconds, both game plans went out the window may have been just as hard for Liverpool as it, as, as it was for Tottenham. I mean, I, I think that for a team to score that early, all of a sudden... You, you really don't know whether you're coming or going because you're not sure whether to hold on or whether to push on. And you know, I think in some regards, Liverpool got caught in in two, two or three minds, and that's why we saw such a poor performance from Liverpool. I mean, I'm, I'm no big fan of stats, but the Liverpool passing percentage was sixty percent. I mean, that is, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's 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 criminal for for a team 
with that much quality to be able to turn the ball over that frequently and not get punished. Uh, it says it says a lot about Tottenham. It also says a you know a lot about Liverpool, and it says a lot about the the event as 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 a Champions League final. Um, so I think you know there's there's so many ways you can look at it, but at the end of the day, you know Liverpool had a job to do. They went to Madrid and they did the job, and and I think that's that's how you have to look at it. I mean, we we can analyze it, you know, any which way, but. It was always, always going to be about the result, not the performance. Well, this match is always about the result, not the performance. Um, We have a few minutes left in this segment. I put out a tweet, Nick, yesterday, and I said, I think Liverpool have the best ownership in the Premier League. And I actually haven't been taking any stick for that. I've had a lot of people agreeing with me. And the reason I say this is because they took what happened last year and they spent a lot of money on specific key areas. They were laughed out of existence when they paid, what, $70 million for Virgil van Dijk from South, was it Southampton? Uh, when they paid 75 or $68 million for, for Becker, for Allison. But those were the two areas, Nick, where they needed the most help. They spent the money. They took the chance. They kind of bought a little bit under the radar, and look how well it's paid off. That, to me, is ownership giving the football people the green light and the budget to do what they have to do. How do you see it? No, absolutely. I think they they have the best ownership in in the Premier League. In fact, they've probably got the best ownership in world football right now. I mean, these are Americans. They have the Boston Red Sox as their... uh, major major portfolio and what they've done is is so intelligent they've left the football decisions to football people and when the manager has asked to be backed they've backed him 100 percent. and you know they have they have spent a lot of money on van dyke making him the world's most expensive defender and and on allison and guess what on saturday both players delivered i mean allison didn't have anything to do except pick his nose until the last 10 minutes, and when he was called into action, he was flawless. Uh, the difference between the Champions League final this year and last year, I mean, one brilliant goal and one dodgy goalkeeper. <laughs> you, you, you take the dodgy yeah, right. goalkeeper out of the equation and, and, and Liverpool potentially back-to-back Champions League champions. Yeah, that's actually so true. Uh, and it is an interesting discussion about ownership because... Uh, you know, you then look at the other side of this equation and you say, well, what did Tottenham have to do? Yeah, they're, they're now in the same position that Liverpool were in last season. Or what are they going to do? Well, they have put out some large bids. They put out three fairly big bids for players. They've all been turned down, but it does look like they're getting ready to splash some cash in it and keep Pochettino around. Well, if they don't splash the cash, you know, Pochettino is definitely going to be... He's going he's to go. And... And I think for Tottenham to build on this Champions League final, they do need to stack up the squad in, in, in so many different areas because right now it is stale and, and, and right now they do have players that kind of, you know, have have a hard time maintaining consistency. You've got, so you've got to bring in world-class players. They've got the stadium. They're in one of the best cities in the world. Hopefully, Daniel Levy will open up his wallet. All right, when we come back, we'll continue the discussion 
the Champions League final. Liverpool 2, Tottenham 0. This is Fifth Street Soccer. Nick Eber, Nick Webster with you. 800-878-7529. 800-878-PLAY. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Hey guys, your prostate should be the last thing on your mind, but the fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart, visit ProstateOnePerDay.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. As you know or may not know, the powerful health benefits of CBD oil and nothing, nothing compares to the product New Leaf Naturals. This is the brand that uh, I trust the most. And here's the key. You think CBD oil, isn't that marijuana? Hey, listen, I thought the same thing. I don't want marijuana. I don't smoke anything. I never have. I literally have never smoked anything. Not interested. This CBD oil is non-intoxicating. And it has great health benefits. Go to newleafnaturals.com, N-U-L-E-A-F-naturals.com, promo code RICK, 30% off and free shipping. It's non-toxic. It has very potent pain-relieving properties. It is also anti-inflammatory, 30% off and free shipping. It's 100% organic. It's from the USA. Go to newleafnaturals.com, N-U-L-E-A-F-naturals.com, promo code RICK, 30% off and free shipping. Chuck Woolery here for Blue Emu. How many pain relief ads do you hear daily? 5, 10, 15? And of course, all of them claim their new ingredient or their new formula will help. Blue Emu has maintained the same quality year after year and continues to be the number one branded emu oil product. So don't trust hype. Trust Blue Emu to support healthy muscles and joints. Choose Blue Emu pain relief products. They work fast and you won't stink. Available at retailers nationwide. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam, for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Followed that night by one of the most astounding boxing, heavyweight boxing matches you'll ever see. One of the biggest upsets in boxing history. Nick, did you see Anthony Joshua getting 
knocked out by Ruiz? I certainly did. It was a, as you say, a shocking turn of events. But uh, that's what happens when the Flash Kid shows up at the nightclub and wants to mess with the bouncer. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. But I was looking at Ruiz saying, you know, maybe I could be a boxer too. <laughs> this guy, this guy, he was 260 pounds. He, he looked like, you know, the Pillsbury Doughboy, but boy, he packed a huge punch and uh, he had fast hands. And I don't think Anthony Joshua had any idea he was going to be that sort of opponent. Well, I think Anthony Joshua took this fight way too lightly. I mean, I was just waiting for the uh, English supporters in the crowd at Madison Square Gardens to launch into a rousing edition of Who Ate All the Pies? And uh, before they could do that, well, yeah. <laughs> the, pie, the, the pie was in uh, Joshua's eye. Yeah, it was an absolutely astounding uh, astounding match. And I do love DAZN. I know we've been complaining a lot about the... Uh, about these sort of subscription services, but 99 bucks a year. I've seen some great boxing, and there's a Gennady Golovkin fight coming up, I think, this weekend. Uh, it's great to have it all paid for. Uh, you know, just a brief touch on the coverage, Nick. Uh, the TNT coverage, once again, was absolutely earth-shatteringly rotten. Um, finished off by, you know, it can't be Maurice Adu. He has to be, quote, Mo Adu now that there's Mo Salah out there asking the stupidest questions. You know, when I used to hire people when I was producing the World Series of Poker, and I would hire these uh, these sideline reporters uh, to report for ESPN, uh, you know, we'd go out and, we'd, and I'd give them a screen test, and I'd give them a mic and say, you know, look, you, you, you're right there, and, uh, uh, you know, um, Tom Brady's just uh, thrown the, uh, the touchdown winning throw. Go, your question. And if they ask... Tom Brady, you just threw the you just won the Super Bowl. How do you feel? Well, then I never would hire them. I mean, here is this guy asking the stupidest questions. I mean, if you get Mo Salah or Jurgen Klopp uh, in front of the mic, not ten minutes after you won the Champions League, don't ask him a stupid question like "How do you feel?" I mean, I, I can't believe how amateurish the production was, Nick. Yes, it, it was poor again, and uh, you know. This, this chumminess that they're trying to achieve, a la, like the NBA. I mean, I get it, okay? But the, the, the NBA show has Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny the Jet, and Charles Barkley. Three titans of the NBA. We have yeah. Moadou, Maurice, uh, I can't even remember the other part. Oh, Stu Holden, and, and Steve Nash. Um hardly titans of the soccer world and i mean you'd, you'd have to think that with the money tnt has that they'd go out there and splash the cash uh, the interesting thing for me I, I was in a i was in a pub and so the the audio was terrible but at one moment it sounded like steve McManaman was the color commentator and then the next thing was david yeah, right. did you get did you did you get that at home as well no, I did actually. They they started. They announced the uh, the, the color commentator was uh, David Pleat, and then you're right. Then Mac is actually giving the color commentary. I don't know if David Pleat didn't make it into the stadium to start, and they had to fill in. And uh, I know Mac was there for Sky, so I just don't know how that worked. But yeah, clearly, clearly there was an emergency fill in, and he was there for the second half. Oh, sorry, it wasn't. It wasn't my ear then. No, I, actually, what what it is then in in industry parlance, they they got the wrong feed. So, 
not sure how that happened. That's oh, a bit you think of, that's a bit what... embarrassed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they got the wrong feed. Really... So yeah. they must have picked up the Sky feed, right? Yeah. Because I, I think Mac is a Sky, uh, Sky talent, isn't he? is not he not? Yeah, well, I, was, I was quite surprised to hear that, that dulcet scouse tones on the, uh, on the Champions League final with uh, Liverpool as the team. So, yeah, a bit surprised about that. But, uh, you know, TNT was well, their first year. Hopefully they'll do better in the second year and, and, and maybe, you know, just say to themselves, you know what, we're not, the, we're not the NBA on TNT. It doesn't have to be so forced, blokey, chummy, you know. Yeah, hipster, cool. You know, it just doesn't have to be. I mean, it's a it's a tournament replete with tradition, and I think that's one of the things that's so important about it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, don't even go into the imagined dragons. I mean, oh God, but that's UEFA. That's not uh, that's not TNT. But I mean, it's a it's a tournament that goes back. Uh, it's the most important European tournament. It goes back uh, to the when to the f- early fifties, right, Nick? That's right, the early 50s, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's not... Old. This is not a sort of millennial hipster tournament. This is, this is the biggest silverware in club football, period. Uh, and y- you can't put... Uh, you can't make it a millennial tournament because it's not. You can, you can have younger people doing the broadcasting for sure, but, uh, but it's just like you can't pretend that the last, you know, uh, 60 years hasn't happened. It was uh, it was shockingly bad, but let's let's change the discussion, Nick, and let's talk about the future. Uh, look, I'm a huge Liverpool supporter, so I'm going to throw this one over to you. Where do Liverpool go from here, Nick? What do you think the next few years hold for Liverpool? Well, unfortunately for uh, everybody else, I think this is going to usher a period of complete and utter Liverpool domination. I mean, the squad is set. It's young. They just need a few little tweaks. It's not like they need to bring anybody in on an emergency. They are wildly attractive to every footballer in the world right now, as you mentioned uh, previously. Fantastic ownership. I mean, the Anfield legend just keeps on growing and growing. And who wouldn't want to play for Jurgen Klopp? I mean, I think the, the next step for Liverpool uh, is, is the hardest step. And, of course, that's winning the Premier League crown. Um, you know they've proved they've proven that they are the best team in Europe uh, over the last two seasons. Even though Real Madrid might have an argument to say about that, but with Real Madrid in complete meltdown, I think I think European and and world football really is Liverpool's oyster. I mean they've got the World Club Championship that FIFA have decided they are going to play after deciding they weren't going to play mm-hmm. in Qatar in. Uh, in late uh, late December, and I think that the only thing that may derail Liverpool from winning uh, the Premier League is the fact that they've got to go to Qatar in late December, which is usually a, a crucial time in the Premier League season. Will it tire them out? Will it uh, will it mean they can take their eye off the ball? I'm not quite sure, but I think if you're a Liverpool fan, you should be absolutely delighted because this is a team that is just going to dominate for years to come. Well, and what were Manchester City going to say about this? I mean, do, do Liverpool have to win the Premier League now next season? Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, in, in some respects, uh, I see it being a slam dunk because Manchester City and Pep Guardiola, they have to win the Champions League. I mean, it's it's right. an absolute must for Guardiola. I mean, they, they're back-to-back champions in in, in uh, on the Premier League. If they don't win 
the Champions League. Well, but then again, they might not even be in the Champions League. Depends if uh, UEFA have got any bottle about them. But if they are in the Champions League, that is a tournament they simply have to win. So I, I would say, I would say that if you were a betting man right now and you went to your local bookmakers, I would imagine that City and Liverpool are probably joint favourites for the Premier League title. Actually, uh, City are City are still slight favourites for both the Premier League title and they are City are favourites for the Champions League next year. Why that is, I don't know, but that's true. Well, obviously, the bookmakers aren't thinking the same way that you and I are thinking. But I, I as a betting man, I've been known to throw down a few bob. Uh, I think I might throw down a, a few bob on uh, Liverpool for the Premier League title. Hopefully, they're more than like six to one, which they probably aren't. So, Nick, uh, where do you think Liverpool have to improve? I mean, I, I think as I look, they could use uh, another midfielder, um, a little bit more midfield cover, and then maybe uh, maybe another striker option. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, look, who wouldn't want to see a sexy midfielder uh, for, for the Reds? But, you know, this, this workman-like midfield, not too shabby, I mean, People, people might slag it off, but remember, this, this midfield has got them to consecutive Champions League finals, 97 points in the Premier League. Yeah, you can throw something sexy in there, but I think it might change the way Liverpool play. may mess up with their style. Uh, you could talk about another forward, but, I mean, in all honesty, uh, you know, Origi's made a huge claim to say that he's perhaps the, yeah. the next in line. Uh, but yeah, I, I could see Liverpool buying two players. They've been so good, so lucky. Well, no, it's not even luck, really, is it? They've been so good in the transfer market with their signings recently. I mean, every player that Jurgen Klopp has identified and brought into the Liverpool team has made an incredible impact. I mean, they're quality, quality yeah. players. Uh, you know, no let's doubt. not forget Joe Gomez. And, and, you know, Nick, I mean, Joe Gomez coming back from injury. Uh, he played, and of course, so is Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. It's almost like having two new players uh, in some regards. Uh, you know, what can you say about Jordan Henderson? This is a player that Brendan Rodgers was desperately trying to sell, Nick. Yeah, well, J- J- Jordan Henderson has been absolutely fantastic. I mean, a player that perhaps doesn't pop up on the radar of sexiness, but when it, when it comes to playing the game, Playing the game simply and playing the game effectively, Jordan Henderson's right up there. Uh, you know, I was just I was just reading actually Johnny Giles' autobiography, and, and you know, a very very famous old time player played for Manchester United, played for Leeds, was captain of Ireland, and and he talks about great players, and he said great players make the simple thing look even easier than it is, when in fact the simple thing is perhaps the hardest thing to do. And Jordan Henderson has a knack for doing that. I mean, he plays the game very, very simply, but he plays the game with such passion and so much energy. You know, I, you know, I wanted Tottenham to win, but I was very, very happy when I saw Jordan Henderson lift the trophy because you could see how much it meant to him. Yeah, with his dad there. And, of course, for me, it's unusual to hear such universal adulation for the manager coming from all these players. They lifted him up. They really celebrated and fated uh, Jurgen Klopp. And, of course, not 24 hours after 
the uh, trophy has been hoisted. Uh, Fenway Sports Group announcing they want to extend once again the contract of their German manager, who, after laughing off uh, rumors linking him to Juventus and saying never, uh, seems set to uh, have a very long spell, a perhaps a Alex Ferguson-era spell at Liverpool, Nick. Well, I mean, it's obvious to me that he truly loves the club and, you know, reading more and more about him over the last few weeks, the connection he wants to make, not only with the club, but with the fans. And I think that's, that's the part that's really impressive, is that he's becoming Liverpool through and through and he realises what the club means to the community and, and the city of Liverpool. So, you know, Fenway Group, very, very smart. Tie him up for as long as possible. And that is what they're doing. All right, you're listening to Fifth Street Soccer. Find us on Twitter. I'm at Nick Gieber. He's at Nick Webster. And we're with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. By the way, if you're listening on one of our digital channels, whether that's iHeartRadio or TuneIn or the award-winning Sirius XM app, we welcome you to the show and hope you will make us a regular part of your week. Uh, we're going to step aside, take a break. I'm going to let Nick Webster go. I know he's on the phone, and uh, we'll break cutting up a little bit with Nick, so we'll chat to Nick tomorrow. In the meantime, I'm going to take a break, and I'll be right back to wrap it up here on Fistry Soccer. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words 
buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. That's Co-host for joining me as he does just about every day, but it's always great to have Nick. Um, so the Champions League final is over, and this really brings to a close the seasons, the competitive league seasons. But there is a lot more football to get to. Of course, we do have the Women's World Cup, and we will be talking about it. It should be exciting. We may see again. You like upsets? You like changing of the guard? The U.S. national team has been a powerhouse in women's soccer. It's not going away anytime soon. But there are some other nations that are coming up to the forefront again and could really give them a run for their money. This could be uh, a Women's World Cup with a lot of decent upsets and excitement in it. You're going to want to watch that. We have the Gold Cup. We have Copa America. A Major League Soccer season is going on. Um, I'm sure I'm missing something. Of course, we've got all the uh, ICC-friendly matches uh, to talk about, although, quite honestly, if you know me, you know I don't really generally give too much of a stuff about friendly matches. Uh, but there's a lot of fun stuff happening. Oh, yes, I did forget one, of course. This week, we'll be talking about the Nations League semifinals. England-Portugal are playing uh, uh, this week. Uh, that should be an absolutely... Uh, pardon me, England-Holland are playing this week. Uh, that should be an absolutely cracking match. The semifinals of the Nations League, you're going to get to see uh, many of the players... Uh, that you saw in the Champions League final. I believe they have been called up, and I believe they will uh, be playing. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for me here on Fifth Street Soccer. Once again, I am with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211. Uh, put me in your Rolodex, not in pen, not in pencil, in Sharpie, so it just can't be erased. All right, I'll speak to you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Till then, cheers. Hi, this is Ron Barr. If you like insightful, interesting sports talk and interviews with the biggest names in sports, then join us for Sports Byline USA, coming up next on the Worldwide Sports Byline USA Network. Am I right,